All right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I'm your host, Humble Dusty Smith, and this is episode 76. Fuck yeah, we rule the world. How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody have a good weekend? Hope you fucking did. I didn't do much, man. Watch The Mandalorian. Watch some other shit we'll get into. Have a good show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about Vosh and Sargon debate. That shit happened. Going to look at uh, Joe Biden and his fucking weirdness. And going to, as always, got cats running around everywhere. Stash, leave her alone, dude. You guys were fine. Like you were fucking perfectly fine for the last two hours. Now I just start my show and you guys want to act the fuck up. What the hell's going on? And as always, I have 11 cats around me, you know, as the greatest podcast in the history of mankind would have. The internet fucking loves cats. So I'm like, hey, why not have 11 cats around me? That'd be a great show, right? But it's always chaotic. So uh, we're going to see how the fuck that goes. And hopefully they will not unplug my internet over there. If the show dies, just know I'll be back in like five minutes. Just wait for me. And, uh, Cat, can you get out of the way of the screen so I can see, please? CC. CC. Not even paying any attention to me whatsoever. Hello. All right. That's not going to happen. So I'm just trying to read around her. Is Destiny monetized again? I don't think so. I might occasionally get an ad popped up, but it says uh, limited or no ads on everything I do. So it sucks. And speaking of that, we're going to shit on uh, Onision a little bit for stealing from my animal sanctuary, which he did. That fuck. So. who watches The Watchmen? I watched The Watchmen. Pretty good. Last episode was pretty good. Wish I had me some nostalgia pills. I'd, I'd like take all the fucking pills of everybody else's memories so I could live everybody else's life in my brain. And of course, I'd probably go insane. Spoiler alert! If you hadn't seen Watchmen, I'm ruining the whole fucking show for you. But you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, I made about 25 minutes of the day. Yeah, I watched most of it. Uh, we're going to discuss that in a minute. Uh, let's see what else you guys have to say here. Yeah, the most humble of the humble. You know me. Dusty, the Daddy Smith. Uh, Two trash bags debating. Yeah, it wasn't without its problems, that's for sure. Let's see. Ha ha. Yes, Dusty. Watchmen rocks. Yeah, the Watchmen's a good show. One I look forward to every week. Not going to hate on it too bad. All right. So let's start the show as we usually do. Talking about my Patreon. If you guys want to support the show, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Like, I don't make any money off the goddamn advertising anymore and like we'll talk about later dickheads like Onision are literally stealing money from my animal sanctuary by false copyright claiming my fucking videos and shit which sucks so don't make any money off it that way so if you guys want to support the show I go out and I rescue cute little dogs and kittens and shit and give them forever homes and do good work here so a dollar to a month whatever you guys can afford on patreon.com for says podcast we're up to 992 dollars we drop down a little bit, but it's not too bad because usually at the beginning of the month, it drops off a little bit when people get charged. So I'm not too worried about it. And uh, Teespring, if you guys want to buy some cool t-shirts, Teespring stores, podcast, I got all this bullshit. Buy a t-shirt, take a picture of yourself, send it to me. I will show you on my show. You can be immortal, live for fucking ever in the podcast, which is fucking awesome. And of course, best way to support the show quickly, Super Chats. Like one of the show, Super Chats, you guys know how this works. Ask me a question, leave a comment, shill for whatever the fuck you want to shill for. I read every fucking thing you guys send me in the Super Chats during the show. So it's a great way to instantly support the show. And, and Ash Batch, 
One of my favorite people in the fucking world, always the first one to super chat me and says, hey, Dusty, how's the weather down there? It's cold as shit. It's getting colder and colder. Poor dogs. Have to leave them in the house more often, even though we just got them a new 50 by 50 play area out there. Too cold. Leave them out there too much. So what are you guys doing? Do not fucking unplug my goddamn computer back there. I need to pull up this over here so I can see what the fuck's going on back there. Boom. I need to get a camera back there so I can see fucking behind me. That would be nice. All right. Looks like we're still alive. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, we're getting 8 to 12 inches of snow here in Maine tonight. I freaking hate cold and snow. Suboptimal. Definitely suboptimal. Sorry to hear about that. Fucking global warming. And uh, Asher Scott says, Merry Christmas, you darn dirty, dusty atheist. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. We don't say Merry Christmas anymore because of fucking Trump. And uh, Joni gave me $2 said, Am I the first? Nope, you're not the first, but uh, you're one of the best, if that means anything to you. Thank you, Joni. And Zai, keep up the good work. I will, Zai. You keep up the good work by supporting the show. Really appreciate that. So let's go ahead and jump in. We're going to talk about this fucking debate that happened between uh, Sargon and Akkad and Vosh. Vosh. So anyway, totally it was debate, right? And uh, let me click to about 57 minutes in here. I'm not going to really play it too much. But it was a four-hour fucking debate, you guys. Like, seriously. And uh, to be honest with you, it, it was a little bit boring, I thought. Like, it's like Sargon, who's a fucking idiot. And uh, Voss, you know, Voss was mostly right in the things he said, but the way he speaks to me is not like a, like he would speak to the everyman, and so it doesn't really appeal to me in the way that just common language would. So a little bit boring to me. Um, so we're going to talk about who won and who lost. And... Um, so, it depends on what you mean by winning and losing, in my opinion. I wish that debating online were just about the facts, right? That'd be great. About substance, you know. If you put out the truth, and what you're saying is backed up by the evidence, and you would destroy your opponent by being more truthful than he is, that would be nice. But unfortunately, that's not the way it fucking works on the internet. I've talked about this a lot, and the merit of actually debating like this in the first place, if there is much merit to it, I, I am skeptical by, by how much merit it actually has in debating in this format. Because what seems to be the most important thing in these types of debates is optics. Optics are much more important than substance. So, in my opinion, if you're just like looking on paper, if there were like a text transcript of this debate and you cut out all the over-talking each other, all the insults, and you just like laid out the cases both people made. Voss won hands down. There's no doubt about that really to be honest with you. But unfortunately that's not really the way it fucking works. It's about optics and who can go on to claim they won. And about the perception of you know the majority of people what they thought. And so I watched the debate. And then I did... <laughs> That fucking cat is so goddamn cute. I get distracted. I'm sorry. I got this little cute-ass kitten playing with a little ball up here. So I read all the comments. I read, like, fucking thousands of comments. I went on uh, Twitter, and you just search for the word Sargon, and search for the word Vosh, and sort of by latest, and you can just read, read, read about what everybody thought about it. And sure, a lot of people thought Vosh won. A lot of people thought Sargon won. But the optics seem to be that Sargon didn't really, not Sargon, Vosh didn't really debate as well as he could have. A lot of people were disappointed in him. And so immediately what happened was Sargon basically went out and claimed victory. I'll show you that in a minute. Um, and then all the right went out and claimed victory. So from an optics standpoint, regardless of the fact that 
Vosh won on the substance of the issues. He talked over Sargon a lot. He was much more combative, much more loud. You could even see it I'll probably on here. Um, people were literally saying, mute him. And uh, in his defense, I don't know why he agreed to do this, but he agreed to do this with the moderators who have a channel that appear to be kind of an anti-SJW channel. It, it was much more geared towards Sargon's audience. So it's, you know, goes without saying the, the audience in the live debate probably would be slanted more towards Sargon. But still, if you read the chat, most of the chat wasn't really on Vosh's side for the most part of it. They're like, sit down, Vosh, shut up, Vosh, you're over-talking him. And he kind of was. Like, he was over-talking him, being loud. And Sargon was just kind of calm, laid back. And the optics of that are actually much better. Um, and I've actually had my uh, problems with debating like this before. I've actually learned a valuable lesson. Like, back when I debated... Uh, Bering and uh, what the fuck is that guy? Andy Race Worski um, and Skull Duggery three on one. Um, I, I kind of made the same mistakes Vosh did. It's something you kind of have to learn. Basically, you have to stay fucking really calm. You have to be really cognizant of the optics of what you're doing. Um, and in that debate, I was—I I actually, if you go back and look at it, I think I won pretty handily. But I was really pissed off during the debate because they basically ambushed me. I didn't realize I was going into a debate. And so when I got in there, uh, they basically told me, hey, come do this chat with us. It's going to be a friendly chat. Make sure you're good in stone because it's going to be like laid back and friendly. And we're all just going to chat nicely. I wasn't even sure it was going to be recorded. And then I got in there and I was like attacked three on one in this debate. And I was like pissed off because I wasn't prepared or anything. Um, and I learned my lesson that you have to be really calm because if you're not calm, if you're not real laid back during debates, if you don't like exude confidence, calm confidence, then it's used against you. The optics are bad. And I think that's kind of what Vosh suffered through. And I'm sure he'll learn from this. I actually did learn from that experience. And like when I debated uh, the Drunken Peasants a couple weeks later, three on one, I used that failure from the previous debate to be much better in the debate against the Drunken Peasants where we debated, you know, Trump. And in my opinion, I fucking destroyed them. But here's the thing. And it's a similar thing that I, I saw in this. After all the comments I read, I did not read a single fucking comment from anybody that said, hey, I was a Sargon fan, but after listening to this debate with Vosh, he changed my mind. Um, I didn't see the same thing, the opposite of that either, with people who were saying, hey, I was a fan of Vosh and Sargon changed my mind. It doesn't seem like anybody's mind was changed by this, which is the problem with these kind of debates, right? It, it just seems like, for the most part, it was them talking past each other, um, them arguing about definitions of words, dick measuring contests, and little was really accomplished, as far as I could tell. And, you know, that's, that's, in my opinion, the problem with these debates. So you have to be really careful, because, in my opinion, Sargon was kind of uh, much more irrelevant after they held UKIP fiasco, and this seems to have breathed new life into his cells. Uh, and I'll show you here. First off, we'll go to the... Uh, these are people who were kind of on Vosh's side, who, who who would normally be on Vosh's side anyway. This is a Destiny's subreddit forum. And, you know, most of these fans of Destiny's also like Vosh. There's a lot of crossover between their two audiences. But a lot of them were really disappointed in his performance, like the very first comment with the, uh, the most upvotes. I'm going to be honest. I love Vosh, but I'm disappointed. I don't think he was wrong on his points. He just could have presented them better. And, uh, wow, that was a shit show. I've been watching a lot more Vosh lately and enjoying it, but this was a shit show with pretty bad optics. I don't get how these happens with Sargon. He is a crap debater, 
and only looks good when the other guy shits the bed. But that happens with about half his debates. And yeah, there's like, yeah, Bosch needs to get those optics problems fixed. At least he's very aware of how terrible they were. He was talking about it on stream right after. And he, he commented on this. But that's what a lot of people are saying. The optics look bad, you know. Um, I detest the poor and despise Sargon, but this sort of was bad optics. Vosh isn't wrong on the substance. Sargon opposes literally a Bernie Sanders-esque platform. He's against all the standard progressive policies, increased minimum wage, Medicare for all, and only wants to help poor people with anti-immigration policies. Bullshit! The new sports Trump and still thinks he's an anti-Sanders policeman. If Vosh could have turned it down a few notches, it would have been easier to look past the bad optics for most people and kind of prove Sargon to be a far-right reactionary he actually is. And that was kind of my opinion on the whole thing, too. Um, I think he gave Sargon kind of a win that it would have been easy not to give him how he remained more calm and just let Sargon talk, you know, let Sargon kind of bury himself. Um, and so Sargon immediately, of course, went out and he uh, made bragging so videos like probably... this one where he was saying sympathy for Valsh. That's 81,000 views where he basically was saying that he, in so many words, claiming that he crushed Vosh and that Vosh was too emotional and loud and he, he kind of felt sorry for him. This is concern trolling. He didn't feel sorry for Vosh. He's just basically being a dickhead and making fun of him and gloating, right? That's exactly what's happened here. And like one thing you'll notice, like when, when Sargon debated Christy Winters, say what you want about Christy Winters, but she crushed Sargon. He definitely wasn't going on stream talking about how he felt sympathy for her. He felt like he had a victory. They definitely were, weren't uh, running victory laps. Um, it didn't give him a win. He was pretty uh, clear that she whooped him, and he did. She did, right? Um, just like when he debated Richard Carrier. Richard Carrier whooped him, and he didn't go out you know, bragging about how he won. So basically, this gave him an, an unnecessary win, in my opinion. And kind of, like I said, breathed life into his cells. Of, he became, you know, he's become more and more irrelevant. And this kind of made him more relevant because now they can go around and brag that he has this debate win. Even though he really didn't, but optically, you can claim he had a debate win against this big name leftist. Um, which is exactly what they're doing. You can look at, uh, here's uh, J.F. Garepe, white nationalist shithead J.F. Garepe made a stream bragging about how Sargon won. And this is, you know, a lot of the right was going around claiming exactly the same thing. So who are the winners and who are the losers in this? Well, optically, I would have to say, who, if you're talking about winners and losers based on substance, it would be Vosh, of course. But since that doesn't really matter in these kind of stupid online debates, optically, if you want to talk about who will be benefited more by this debate, it will be Sargon, in my opinion. I think he will get a bigger boost from this. He will become more popular from this, which is sad because that's the last thing we should be letting these right-wing douchebags have is more success. Um, smaller winner in this is Vosh. Vosh will also come out ahead in this. You know, uh, he, his numbers will be bumped up. He did have a lot of people that thought he won. And he and Vosh is actually a really good speaker. You know, he uh, even though he didn't represent himself really well with being so over the top and angry and loud and over-talking people, he speaks very well. He doesn't like stutter or, you know, shit all over himself as far as that goes. So, I think he'll come out okay on this. Uh, the big losers were anybody that spent four hours watching this shit. And also, all the people that will be harmed because of this, Sargon will be more popular. And more of his right-wing shithead talking points will spread because of this. So, the people hurt by making Sargon more popular are the real losers in this. 
which is why you have to be really careful when you debate these type of people. Like, there's a lot of people who question whether we should even be fucking bothering with these people at all. You know, what is the point in this? What is the point of giving a platform like this to even, you know, give them the opportunity to do well? In my opinion, there's better ways to defeat right-wing shitheads than, than these pointless uh, dick-measuring contest debates where really nothing is settled. Um, but, let's click on over here. Afterwards, uh, speaking of Christy Winters, afterwards, like, she pointed out, and she had sort of a problem with Voss's use of the word retarded to criticize Sargon. Um, so she made that known. You know, Voss ends his closing statement by using the R slur against Carl. This is why the dirtbag left lacks moral credibility. They want to both defend the vulnerable and then dehumanize them when they find it convenient, which I think, you know, is a perfectly reasonable critique. And But the thing is, the response to her saying this, I kind of didn't care for very much. I... I kind of have a problem with Vosh's audience, man. Not all of them. I know probably most of them are perfectly fine people, but there are a lot of them that are the same types of people that made me not want to be associated with the drunken peasants. People who don't really give a shit. People who are more like a... They're they're still in this anti-SJW mindset of these edgy teenagers, but they've just kind of realized the anti-SJW movement is on the outs now. It's going more extinct. And so they're jumping on the new bandwagon, but they're still using the same tactics. And so they were basically getting mad at her for even pointing this out or criticizing him about it, which I thought was stupid. You know, like no one has been more critical of Sargon than Christy is. So it's not like she is like a fan of Sargon or was taking up for him. She was, she's done plenty to point out the problems of Sargon in the past. And now she's just, you know, critiquing using ableist slurs in, uh, in your disputes with right-wing shitheads, right? And uh, this kind of hits close to home with me because I kind of had the same exact conversation during Thanksgiving with my mom. Uh, at Thanksgiving, we had uh, my cousin's girlfriend came over and she has this pretty severely autistic child. Um, she was like six or seven, maybe eight, but she couldn't really verbalize very well. The only word she could seem to say was baby. She'd be like, baby, 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 baby. And that's all she would say. And uh, my relatives were using the word retarded around her and around her mom to criticize other people they thought were stupid. And so it was a very nice debate. It was a polite debate. But I was just explaining to them how, you know, that's really not the best way, way to speak. You know, uh, we should be more sensitive to other people's feelings. And uh, I've talked about this before. Like, I used to use the word retarded all the time to uh, make fun of people that I thought were stupid. Like, I have a video called, uh, If You Were a Muslim, You're Retarded. My very first video ever was called Faith is Retarded. But one thing I learned by listening to the feedback of people that actually had a problem with me using words like that was it wasn't actually people with Down syndrome that had a problem with that. It was their loved ones. Their loved ones who had watched other people use that word to denigrate them and I could tell that they were very sincere in the hurt it caused them. Me using that word, you know, Harry Carey, just throwing that out there to make fun of people that I felt were, you know, dumb. And I am sensitive to that because I know that they were sincere. I know it sincerely hurt them and bothered them. And so it's more about the loved ones of people with, with uh, cognitive disabilities than it is actually about the people that have the cognitive disabilities. So I'm, you know, I'm more sensitive about that now than I was. And, you know, I, I don't think it's a problem to try to better yourself 
by being more empathetic towards other people and what they're going through, and, you know, pointing this stuff out. But people really shit on Christie for, you know, even bothering to criticize Voss for this, which I thought was kind of bullshit. It's a fair criticism. Voss, you know, like anybody else, is completely... It's completely okay to criticize him, right? Just like it's completely okay to criticize me. It's completely okay to criticize Christie. It is. Um, and it's uh, it's okay to criticize criticism. You know, it's all fair game. But, uh... One of the people that uh, didn't have any problem at all with Vosh's use of the word retarded was uh, Peter Coffin, who I uh, I shit on my last show a little bit, Peter Coffin. Not not a big fan of this dude. I think he's just, uh, he's kind of cringy in my opinion. But Angry Gay Yeehaw made a good thread in my opinion, pointing out. One of the things Peter Coffin said was, this whole we can't let them into our spaces nonsense assumes everyone wants to elect chuds to imaginary leadership positions in a power structure that doesn't exist. Man, people need some fucking social skills. And this is not only this is offense of uh, Vosh, it's also a defense of shoe on head, obviously, because this guy's got a big heart on for shoe on head. And he's uh, doing everything he can to justify his platforming and promotion of her and friendship with her. And uh, angry gay yeehaw, I agree with her take on this. I hate to still be talking about this person, but I need to address why marginalized people aren't comfortable with allowing reformed right-wingers and bigots into leftist spaces. It's not about having a clubhouse. Heck, it isn't even about normal, average people coming to leftist spaces who used to be hardcore on the right. But about the baggage of bringing in famous reform bigots and their cultivated audience of neo-Nazis. By becoming friends with bigots and allowing them to bring in their fans, you essentially squeeze in the marginalized people who you're who your new friends and their fans have targeted in the past and will continue to target. I struggle to understand why this is such a difficult concept for people. Yes, it's great you made a famous anti-SW YouTuber want to vote Bernie, but now her fans are your fans, and her fans are harassing trans people you follow. And having more exposure, having more uptick and engagement on your videos and social media feeds does not mean that your message is getting through, especially if you have shown that this is bad behavior and intolerable. Anyway, I, I agree with this whole point. You know, It's like they want to bring more people in that I guess they call it a diversity of tactics. You know, they want to expand the base, but the people they're bringing in are shitheads are shitty fucking people that you wouldn't, you shouldn't want to associate with that. I don't want to associate with. And if you want to bring these shitty people in then I don't want to associate with you. And I think that's a very fair point, but uh, to go on and talk more about his uh, defense of ableist slurs. I'm not an ableist, and I don't use the R word, but this is the whole context behind what he said. Uh, she, he was basically shitting on Christy Winters for even criticizing Voss for using the word retarded. Voss has his closing statement by using the R slur against Carl. This is my dirtbag left large more credibility. They both want, and he says, not here to defend the R word. Uh, yeah, you are. You're about to. And disagree with this usage, but you're crafting an enemy rather than building a common ground with the intent to persuade, and that's a good way to get nowhere. No. We're allowed to criticize other leftists, right? You guys keep saying, oh, we need a coalition bill. Well, fine, but that doesn't mean we can't criticize our own side, right? Obviously, we can. We have to try to make our side better, too. And I do that. You know, I mostly criticize the right. I mostly cr criticize right-wing shitheads and call out their bullshit. Hey, no, no, hell to the gnaw. You guys cut that shit out. But at the same time, like, yeah, we have to hold our own side accountable, too, just like we do the other side. Uh, otherwise, not only are we hypocrites, but we make our side weaker by not doing that. Anyway, he goes on to say, in fact, that's how pretty much everyone handles the so-called dirtbag left, and it's how the dirtbag left handles the so-called HW left. It's basically just competitive bullshit. This whole, we can't let them in our spaces nonsense when everyone wants to elect chuds to imaginary leadership positions, it's not about that. It's about just having basic standards, okay? 
by, by allowing these people in, you lower the standards, and there's no, there, there's, there's absolutely no reason to lower our standards like that. You know, we can have higher, higher standards and have people in that we actually feel comfortable being around and who are actually going to be, you know, sensitive to other people and not make us look bad. And uh, I think they're just doing anything they can to justify their on want to become more famous by hanging out with shitheads, in my opinion. But anyway, I'm going to skip past that. I've said enough about that. Um, one of the better ways, in my opinion, than actually debating people like Sargon, unless you can debate him like Christian Winters did and actually destroy him, is what this video did. Um, this video was by, uh, what is this guy's name? The Progressive? No. Yeah. One Species. That's his name. Uh, and did a great job, in my opinion, calling out Sargon on his bullshit take that Richard Spencer is actually a progressive. And uh, there was actually one part of this, though, I wanted to show you guys. It's a clip I've never seen before. And, uh, it, like, I'm not sure. Maybe this is taken out of context. Uh, maybe they edited this out of context. I have no idea. But it doesn't look like it. It looks like Carl is just being incredibly fucking racist shithead here to me. Um, I'll play this for you guys, and I'll let you, you make up your own mind what you think about it. Here we go. This is... You know, people, individuals, are inclined to act as they are, as as the genetics would determine. But in in as far as I can tell, quite specific ways. As in, blacks are more inherently prone to violence, or whites are smarter, or Asians are smarter still. And I know that statistically, they are. Behavior is tied to your genes. You, your race definitely determines whether you. Uh, have a propon uh, sort of propensity for certain behaviors and just trying to think for, I, I'm just trying to word this accurately I would like to think that I'm following in the footsteps of the best classical orators and so people coming from certain areas of the world should be judged on that at least partially, and in, that metric should be included. You know, this person did commit a crime, but I mean, they're black, so they're more likely to commit crimes. So I don't know. Maybe admitting it's a mitigating factor. I don't know. Uh, which one, Richard Spencer? Yeah, yeah, that seems racist as fuck. Now, like I said, that could be edited out of context. I have no idea if somebody can look into that more and see if it's edited out of context. But holy shit, that seems like some white supremacist bullshit right there, doesn't it? And uh, videos like this, in my opinion, are a much better way than to tackle Carl than just dick measuring contests, you know. Mock these people into extinction. That's the way I handle it. There's no really reason to platform them. Uh, there's no reason to have these dick measuring contests with them. Just fucking mock the shit out of them by using their own words to make fun of them. That's what works for me. And, like, I have had plenty of people message me over the years and say, yeah, I used to be a Carl fan or I used to be a fan of these anti-HCLVs. But, you know, thanks to your work, you kind of woke me up. By mocking the shit out of them, you made an example out of them, and you taught me that's not who I want to be associated with. That's not the kind of person I want to be. So, don't, baby, don't, don't hit my mic, don't hit it, please. But anyway, uh, that video is called uh, Nope, that was sympathy for Fosh. Uh, anyway, that's one species. You guys can check out that video if you want to. A pretty good video, in my opinion. Does a pretty good job of uh, destroying Carl. And I saw he even commented on it. He was like, like and subscribe. He was being a, a big dickhead on the guy's uh, Twitter feed. For posting that video. And then I think I saw Carl, his new account, he's been banned like a hundred fucking times from Twitter. But I guess his new account also got banned recently too. Which, you know, I don't even like to see that. I, I like having him on Twitter because it's fun to make fun of him and shit. Uh, it's uh, easy to dunk on him. Gives us plenty of fucking opportunity. So anyway, 
Let's read what the chat has to say. Uh, Vosh and Sargon had a debate and caught the Dusty One. Uh, I appreciate that. I don't know if I want or not, but... Uh... Cult of Dusty, you criticize both sides. Yeah, I try to. You know, I try to be fair. I mean, obviously, I, I criticize the right more because the right is much stronger. You know, I, I and like for the most part, I agree with what Vosh says. I think Vosh is a very well-spoken guy, and I, I think he's mostly on my side. Now, I disagree with some of his tactics, and, and I think he could improve. But like, I can improve as well. You know, I'm not perfect in any way whatsoever. So uh, I'm not trying to be uh, holier than thou. We all we all need to improve and uh, evolve ourselves. The trans community deserves way better than Bosch. Like, Colton Dusty or Steve Shives, I appreciate that, you know. One of the major problems I have with him, you know, like I've talked about before, is his uh, unwillingness to acknowledge the problematic way that he continues to platform and signal boost Shoe on Head, who continuously uh, platforms and signal boost Blair White, who is an incredible transphobe. So, you know, you're helping even though you're a big advocate for trans rights, you're in a non-direct way helping to oppress trans people, which I think is kind of hypocritical, especially for someone who won't even uh, call out child porn because he's so afraid of being a hypocrite. I think that kind of is very hypocritical. But anyway, that's what you guys have to say here in the chat. Vaughn should have started the debate by shouting, you will fight me, Mr. Walrus. He was really talking over him a lot. I mean, I do agree with that. Now, he, the moderators were kind of against him, you know, but he had known that was going to be the case going into it. But I don't want to shit at him too much because, like, debating like that is a brave thing to do, you know, especially going into enemy territory and debating like that. So uh, I will give him kudos for that. And, uh, you know, nice effort, but there's room for improvement. And I'm sure he'll take that into account and, you know, internalize that and improve himself in the future. So don't want to shit at him too bad or anything. That was just my take on the whole thing. Um, the same show on Hood who has a video on Lauren Southern's channel, exactly, right? Still has never apologized, never demanded it to be taken down. Holy shit, I would do everything in my power to have a video taken down if it was on Lauren Southern's channel. Where, where I was friends with her, in a video, friendly with her. There's like, <laughs> I couldn't sleep at night knowing that dozens of people were killed and wrote in their manifesto something that she made popular, right? Cult of Dusty, you say he's well-spoken, but he uses slurs, degrading language, and puts his foot in his mouth over and over. Yeah, I mean... He does, but he doesn't, like, stumble over his words, and he says a lot of big, flowery words and shit, so uh, he's pretty well-spoken overall. You know, talking for a living's hard to do, folks. It's hard to, you know, concentrate and not stumble over your words and keep it all straight, so I give him kudos for that. Boss is so young, though, he's still learning. Yeah, you know, he's a kid, right? He's in his mid-twenties or something. He has plenty of time to learn all this bullshit, right? But, you know, I think critique of him is fair because critique will only help him get better. You can't just let it all go and pretend like it's not a problem when it is. Colton Dusty, have you seen the new segment on 60 Minutes on right-wingers and other liars being platformed by YouTube? No, I haven't seen that, but uh, is that the one where they had the YouTube president on there? She was trying to explain uh, something about how they have really good tools to eliminate white supremacy, but she was, like, failing right there live on TV. I think I saw a clip of that or something, but I don't think Valsh's audience would convert to being Blair White fans, but it's still irritating how charitable he is to shoe. I'm not saying they're going to convert. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the new people that they bring into that bullshit and him helping that. What are you guys doing? Shut the fuck out. Cats everywhere. Cats everywhere. Come here, Penguin. You want to come be on TV right here? Come on, Penguin. Come here. Nope. She's like, fuck you. Come here. Come here, baby. Come here. Come here. Baby, come here. Come, would, would you just come here and let me show you on television, please? The rare panda. All right. She's like, fuck you, Dusty. All right. I'm sorry. I tried. Uh, all right, let's read the super chat. Super chat. What have we got here? Now? Oh, I don't have very many super chats, but a couple. 
Every time I hear Voss talk, I think of O to Joy music, Triple H used for entrance during his Blue Blood gimmick. I don't know what you're, I don't, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what song you're talking about, but I do remember that. Hunter Hust Helmsley, the Blue Bloods. That's some old school WWE right there. Adam Wright, five dollars. Cat poop, twenty twenty. Hells yeah, that'd be a better choice than probably Joe Biden or Trump. I love the Dusty Show. Never stop. I will keep doing it as long as you guys keep supporting me. Really appreciate that. Mav Strike. Uh, please send that info about Onion Boy to Chris Hansen or other commentator. Anything to get that guy behind bars sooner saves another teenager. All right, uh, we're gonna talk about that a little bit in a minute, and kind of also fuck Chris Hansen a bit. We're gonna talk about that also. All right. More Super Chats, please. A little light tonight, but what you gonna do? I guess nobody wants to hear me fucking talk about Vosh. Uh, Alright, well, let's talk about fucking Onision. Onision. You guys know who this motherfucker is? Onision. I'm like, this guy. The definition of fucking cringe to me. Holy shit, this guy's a fucking dick. So, here's the thing. I can't really show you guys any videos of Onision. I can't really show you any... uh. Even even pictures, even this, I'm kind of afraid to show because Onision has decided to steal money from my animal sanctuary. Yeah, what a fucking piece of shit, right? I got to, uh, from the last show, you guys know that I played a clip of him I'm freaking out, pretending like he's the Joker over his Patreon being shut down. And it was completely fucking fair use. This is what everybody does on YouTube, right? You're allowed to play clips of somebody else and then comment on those clips. This is just basic standard YouTubing. And people who false flag your videos for copyright, they're stealing from you. It's exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's stealing from my animal sanctuary. Because if you guys you guys know that I most of the money I get from this show goes to my animal sanctuary, right? I I uh have made no secret about that whatsoever. So I got this message. Hi, Gulta Dusty, a copyright owner using the content ID claims some material in your video. Onision! So yeah. My last video, Onision's getting all the money for now instead of my animal sanctuary. What a goddamn piece of fucking shit, right? So anyway, I can't play clips of Onision to show you guys what a, you know, horrible human being he is. So instead, I thought I would show you guys the animals that he is stealing money from. This is what you're doing, Onision. This is the type of person you've become. Here's Little Floof. Little Floof was rescued from the side of the road, a busy highway where he was likely to be killed any second now. He's nice, healthy, and happy little fat boy. He's so cute, isn't he? Yeah. Let's see, you're still in for Monision. Now, do you really want to be this kind of person? Really? I mean, I know that you're like into that whole Joker shtick, and you like seem to love being the bad guy or whatever for whatever reason, but is this really the type of human you want to be? I just, I, I don't really get it. And, you know, here's V. We've shown V before. Yeah, V was also found on the side of the road. She was about to be killed by pit bulls. You rescued her at the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. This is who you're taking food out of her mouth, Onision. Do you feel good about that? Is that the kind of person you want to be? Really? Okay. No, keep going. Uh, here's my little Rottweiler. I was told that she was being bred for dog fighting. This is Molly, the little cute little puppy diaper on. Yeah. Got her before they cut her tail off. Usually they dock the, these dogs' tails, which is incredibly fucking cruel. Basically, a tail is part of the spine. We got her just in time. She was rescued just in time before we were able to uh, for they were to do that. So, um, yeah, this is who you're stealing money from, Onusian. Not a very good person. And uh, here's Mr. Boomer. So here we are on the way to go to the shelter in Oxford, Mississippi. We're going to get another dog today.
Yep, Mr. Boomer. We went to the shelter and uh, we asked them who was there the longest. That Mr. Boomer had, and here he is. He left. He lived his whole life in the shelter. He had spent one year, and he was about to be put down. So we went and rescued him right before they were going to put him down. Right, and we brought him to his new forever home. Picked him up. And we brought him in, and yep. He was having so much fun with his new family, and we still got him. He's such a happy boy. There's Molly. But anyway, that's who you're taking money from. This is the first forever home he ever had. Look at him just laying there. He knows we rescued him, and he was so grateful from the very beginning. He was so chill, and just finally he had a home. Never had one his entire life, and he was so happy. I'm going to cry. Shit. God damn it. Anyway. So you're taking money from him, right? And now I know fucking he doesn't give a shit, right? I know he might, he may not even know. He just doesn't care. He just wants money because he's a greedy asshole. And so he just false flags everything to make himself the most money he can possibly make without having any fucking idea of who it's hurting. But here's the thing. It's so fucking cringe, too, because this guy wants to be the Joker, right? It's so clear that he's inspired by the movie The Joker and he... He kind of sees himself as a Joker figure. But you're the exact type of motherfucker the Joker would have shot in the fucking face. You know? The Joker killed people who oppressed the poor. Right? Assholes. Rich assholes who did not give a shit about the people they hurt. You're the exact type of person he would not have had anything to fucking do with, man. Which makes you want to be the Joker even more cringe than you could ever fucking possibly imagine. What a fucking piece of shit you are. Man, you don't have to be like this. You know that, right? You know you don't have to fucking be a piece of shit. You can change. You can decide to change. You can decide, I don't want everybody to hate me. I want to be a better person. You can own up to the fucking shit you do. And you can change your life. I know, because I was a fucking bad person too when I was in Denver. I was a fucking shitty human being. And I decided I didn't want to be that fucking person anymore. And I fucking changed. You can do that too. Everybody is capable of redemption. All the fuck you have to do is admit your wrongdoings and then use those wrongdoings as teachable tools to your audience and then show them by your behavior you're fucking changed. That's all you fucking have to do. Everybody is capable of it. You don't have to be this person anymore, man. I'm telling you. But but right now, like, you're not a good person, dude. Just it's so upsetting, man. And I just want to show you guys, this is what it's like doing this podcast every fucking day, like every video I do, it's copyright claimed. Like I'm just trying to fucking earn money for this fucking, all these animals. And just, it's hard because all these greedy motherfuckers out there are just stealing everything. I don't make fucking shit for my ads because every fucking video I do, there's a hundred copyright claims on every goddamn thing I do. It's so stupid. It's clearly fucking fair use. This is the way YouTube is supposed to work. We're supposed to be able to play clips and critique them. But these motherfuckers can't let us. It's so fucking frustrating, man. But anyway, I'm going to stop crying. Get the fuck over it. Like, if it's just me, I'm fucking fine. Like, but it's not just me. That's all these fucking mouths to feed. It's like, and fed pills and medication. There's a lot to this shit, right? It's just frustrating. I'm just trying to do the fucking right thing and you motherfuckers won't let me. <sighs> Fuck. Anyway. And also, uh, I watched the video Chris Hansen was doing. Chris Hansen basically had a video he did with uh, Blair White. 
where they were calling out Onision and his uh, creepy predator bullshit. And it, it was pretty good. But at the same time, fuck Chris Hansen, because all he was doing was sucking up to Blair White. Even afterwards, he was saying that he was going to do some more collaborations with Blair White. He doesn't seem to give a shit that Blair White is a raging transphobe who, you know, spreads a lot of anti-gay shit, uh, literally supports Trump who makes sure that you can fire gay people and trans people for just being gay and trans, who eliminated trans people from the military, you know. So Chris Hansen can suck a dick in a bad way, too, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, at the same time, I guess it's a good thing he was hard out and whatnot. Anyway, um, I guess that's all I'm going to say about that right now. Let me check the chat while I fucking calm down. Ooh, fucking... Hate to get fucking sad and shit. I mean, there's nothing wrong with crying, though, if you really feel bad. There's nothing wrong with crying. And it's not unmanly to cry or anything. I don't feel like that. It's just I don't feel like it's a good show if I start to cry the whole time. Um, yeah, I hope that's the ability to change because we hope anybody can change, right? We're all capable of it. You just have to recognize in yourself that the, that you don't want to be that way anymore. And, and once you realize that, you can, like, examine the things that you're doing wrong and you can correct them. And then you're like, but you have to do it like publicly, right? You have to own up to your shit. And then you have to show by your actions that you've changed because your actions are really the only thing that's important, in my opinion. Anyway, uh, I wish I could give or I could help Cult of Dusty, but I'm broke, bitch. What's well, fine, you know? I'm, I mean, I'm doing all right. It's not that big of a deal. It's not even that much money because like the advertising don't make shit anymore, really. But it's not that much, it's not that big of a deal. But it just, I don't know. It just gets to me sometimes to think about. Uh, yeah, Onision is a scumbag. Have a good cry, mate. Yeah, I don't like that. Though, but I don't like to be seen vulnerable because I, you know, I guess that's toxic masculinity, where I don't like to be seen, you know, emotional and shit. But at the same time, I know there's something wrong with that. Uh, have you ever considered caring or fostering for neonatal kittens? They're very vulnerable to euthanasia due to needing twenty-four-seven supervision. I know I haven't considered that, but I will look into that. Appreciate that. Um, unfortunately, Onision doesn't care. I mean. He doesn't, but he could. Maybe if he sees what he's doing and it's brought to his attention and maybe it'll, it'll like, hit home to him that he doesn't want to be that person anymore. Maybe, you know, or maybe he's too far gone. Maybe he's just such a piece of shit that he'll never care, but I don't know, man. It's frustrating because he's still incredibly fucking popular. Lots of motherfuckers are still supporting him for some reason. Like, all you people are sort of the problem too, right? You're enabling this bad behavior. Don't understand why people want to be the Joker due to the psychopath. I know, right? But, you know, he's edgy and cool. Like Peter Coffin just like the Jokers. This cringe is fucked to me. Like, I thought the movie was good and everything, but he's definitely not something I aspire to be. A crazy guy that shoots people in the subway or goes on... Oop, sorry. Spoiler alerts! Sorry to do the spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the movie yet. I guess I'll stop with the spoiler alerts. Uh, nothing wrong with getting emotional over these issues. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, I, I, don't, I don't like being that way. Um... Sue Shoe on Head and YouTube and Small Claims Court. Yeah, I'm not much on suing people for anything. Like, that's just not my style. I'd rather just call all that shit out and whatever happens, happens. Cult of Dusty, what is the single best way to contribute to you? I assume PayPal has the least fees. Yeah, PayPal directly. You can PayPal me to cultofdusty2 at gmail.com. There's a link in the uh, description of the video. That's the best way to do it with the least amount of fees. Um, I don't think a new scene can change. Maybe not, but like, I did, you know? I used to be a, a rich fucking Christian. I changed, and I used to be like an... I, even after I became an atheist, I was kind of an asshole when I was in uh, Denver. I changed. People can change. I think anybody can. It's just it's just wanting to, you know? You just have to have that want. 
Uh, Clemson does team on Service Dog by Boxer, babe. Just had an emergency visit for infection tumor on Saturday. As I disabled army vet, my heart and dignity goes out to you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for uh, thank you for your service, not your army service, but your service taking care of these animals. You know, it really means a lot. You know, I appreciate that. Thanks for helping all those innocent creatures. Wish there were more like you all. Yeah, I wish there were more like us too. To be honest with you, we definitely need more people out there that are willing to take care of these animals. In my opinion. I wish I was rich instead of living in abject poverty. Small shelters like Colton Dusty's would be better off for it. Yeah, and that's the problem with doing a show like this where you're like so anti-rich, where I'm constantly talking about eating the rich, which we're going to talk about later too. Uh, doesn't really attract very many rich people, unfortunately. So uh, make a lot less money than people like Tim Pool, millionaire Tim Pool, who can just lie to people and spread alt-right talking points or right-wing talking points all day long and uh, get handsomely rewarded for it. It's very frustrating, but you know, that's the, that's the society we live in, right? We live in a society where Trump is president and PewDiePie has 120 million subscribers. So, um, change the only constant. I totally agree with that. All right, let me read the super chats real quick. It's not pride. Um, uh, $42 versus Onision. Hey, that's very generous. Very, very generous. I really appreciate that, John. Thank you a lot, man. Uh, HS Ross can be 50 Canadian. Hey, that's very generous too. Thank you, HS Ross. I'm sorry to hear about the theft, Dusty. I hope we can make up for it between Super Chats and Patreon. I appreciate that. You guys have already more made up for it. Just YouTube donations alone. Like the advertising doesn't really bring in much anymore because I don't even get much advertising. Most of the videos I put out, it says, uh, little or none advertising basically on there. So, uh, Every little bit definitely helps, and you guys are awesome, and I really appreciate that. You guys are our heroes. Dusty gives me hope for humanity. I appreciate that. Like, I'm, I don't even, the thing is, I don't even think I need a pat on the back or anything. I'm, I'm just doing the basic, decent thing, in my opinion, which, you know, it's like, was it Chris Rock? What, do you want a cookie for doing what you're supposed to do? No. I don't want a cookie for what I'm supposed to do. I just think it's normal to me, but I really appreciate the love. Um, ZX Veteran Two Dollars, you're the best. Sorry, I can't say more. Hey, well, you know, every little bit really helps, and I really appreciate that, ZX. Baron von Noob, too many right wing grifters on the side. It's sad. I know they've taken over, but you can understand why. That's where the money is, right? Oh, a lot of people, it's all about the dollar bill. Right? They just don't have a conscience. That's what it boils down to. That's what it seems like on these hands. Like the dude just does not have a conscience. He doesn't give a fuck. And it's sad that that gets rewarded. That's exactly what gets rewarded in society. Over and over again, bad behavior gets rewarded. And it's hard that, not to let that beat you down, but you can't. You can't let it beat you down. you got to continue to try to do what you think is right in, in, in the face of that. So to me, uh, $5 from me and $5 from Mrs. Snarky. Much love. I thank you. Thank Mrs. Snarky. I really appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Objectively subjective. Neonor, 15 pounds. Sherman Mouse says, pets are friends, not food. I know, right? It was really hard for me not to eat a lot of meat during uh, Thanksgiving, but I did good. I did good. You guys would be proud of me, even though they all had meat, you know, so it's, uh, there's only so much I can do. Like, I can't make other people be vegetarians. All I can do is try to set a good example. But, you know, I, I think I have. Like, I was talking to them at Thanksgiving about some vegetarian options, and they were, like, legitimately interested and, and asking me questions about it. And, like, I, I didn't force Kelsey to be a vegetarian, but she's just, for my example, decided she wants to be that way, too. And so she's been eating more vegetarian. So really all you can do is try to lead by example and hopefully, uh, you know, inspire other people to do the same. So really appreciate that. Uh, Ali Ali, $5. F capitalism, Bezos and starving homeless dying in the code. And I'm not going to talk about Bezos a little bit later. 
Eat the rich. It's time. It's time. And uh, five dollars from Revenant. Akuna Matata. Hey, Akuna Matata. Thank you for that. That really cheers me up. I would bring up a cat and show you right now, but I guess I won't do that because uh, they're all sleeping all around me. I hate to bother them so much. They already showed some anyway. So anyway, guess we'll move on. What time is it? Uh, I can't see because the cat's in the way. Can you move out of the way, cat? Move. 8.48, okay. 50 minutes in the show, making good time. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's see what we got here. Next, we're going to make fun of Joe Biden a little bit. Holy shit. Oh, my God, it's hard to believe this is the leading Democratic candidate, folks. What in the goddamn fuck is happening here? So first off is this weird-ass shit. Somebody put slow motion so you can see how weird it is. A lot of people are like, this is just cute, lovey-dovey shit between him and his wife. And maybe, but I don't know, like, if... I get made fun of continuously for, <laughs> for like, touching little girls and being overly touchy and doing weird shit in public like that. I'm not sure that I would reach out and suck on my wife's finger in the middle of her talking or whatnot. But I don't know. Maybe that's cute. Maybe I'm overreacting to it. Maybe that's no big deal. But uh, this next shit is real fucking weird. What in the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, this is really the choice the Democrats gave us. Seriously, how can this fucking be real life? I saw that made me aware when I was in law school, proudly for Holloway, proudly for your dad, first African-American state senator in the state of in the state of Delaware. Everything about. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn. Uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so I learned about roaches I learned about kids jumping on my lap and I've loved kids jumping on my lap and I tell you what the men they're now all men the guys I work with down here and they're all guys we got this guy in Trump man like what in the fuck, America? Seriously, these are the two top candidates? It's just so depressing. It just shows you how ungreat America is that Bernie Sanders is not fucking president. You know, maybe they'll make him a president. Maybe he'll win. But anyway, somebody uh, somebody animated his little speech right there just to illustrate how fucking bizarre this shit is. And it's it's both hilarious and sad at the same time. Let's have a look. And by the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. That turn that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> just, this is beyond parody at this point, folks. It's like your senile fucking uncle is going to run for president against the biggest liar and con man in the history of mankind. I mean, it just, these are our two choices. These are our two choices. This is, I get it, programmer God. I get it. This entire thing is too fucking absurd to take seriously. This is obviously some kind of comedy simulation we're living in. And holy fucking shit, dude. Um, 
Anyway, speaking of Biden, uh, I agree with uh, Amir, Amir here, who says, I just want to live long enough to see President Bernie appoint Brother West as the White House press secretary just for a week so I can die happily. And yeah, he's absolutely dead on about Joe Biden when he says here. And you got Brother Biden. Now, we know Brother Biden's a decent brother in a lot of ways. But he's a backward-looking, die-in-the-wall neoliberal with limited vision and even less courage. So he's got to check and see what the polls say. And he and, 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 and you're saying flops. You're saying, and you yeah, got brother that's Biden. Exactly right. That's what Warren does too. That's what they all do. Everybody except for Bernie, in my opinion, they all just you know check the wind. What are the polls saying? Is this going to be popular? Oh, let me change my opinion. Like when he uh, said that marijuana was a gateway drug. And then that didn't go very well, so he immediately came out and said, no, I don't believe that anymore. I changed my mind. Yeah, motherfucker, we know why you changed your mind, because it wasn't popular. You got no fucking backbone. Just really, really sad to see. Hopefully, hopefully he takes a nosedive, but I think he's still leading in the polls. Some fucking how, right? And, uh, but on the other side, we got fucking Donald Trump. So, obviously, Biden is way better than fucking Trump in every way. If it comes down to the two, obviously, I'll have to pick crazy Uncle Joe Biden, but, uh... Oh, I hope that's not the fucking choice. But anyway, Charlie Kirk's like, Hunter Biden is requesting to have his financial records sealed. His lawyers worry the records will be used maliciously by the media, exposing the truth about how he and his father sold out our country isn't malicious. Retweeted the Senate should subpoena his financial records, and it's just the hypocrisy of these people. It's like Rick Rosen said, oh, hey, Charlie, would you like to officially call for the immediate and unconditional release of Trump's tax returns? How about a full and complete set of financial statements from Trump's hundreds of LLCs and shell corporations? Otherwise, sit down some, but of course he doesn't. Because it's a double standard. When it comes to Trump, they have no problem with him hiding his financials. I mean, can you imagine not expecting the President of the United States to release his tax returns? But they don't give a fuck about that, folks. Because they really they understand it's going to make him look bad if it ever happens. Either he didn't make as much money as he claimed he made, or he didn't pay any fucking taxes. Either way, they know it's going to make him look like shit, so that's why they never fucking call for that shit to happen. But when it comes to the other side, yeah, they'll call for that shit all day long because they're hypocrites. They have absolutely no standards whatsoever. So easy and transparent to see through. And Here's one from the Equalizer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tim Pool. Tim Pool. News media is collapsing. Salaries are slashed. Thousands are laid off. Rage bait runs rampant in a desperate bid to bring in money. Imagine Tim Pool calling out rage bait to make money. Holy shit, the fucking hypocrisy in this motherfucker. Are you ready for this second American Civil War? Tucker Carlson choked. Culture wars escalating to civil war. This is just the beginning from culture to civil war. Definitely no rage bait to make money here, is there? Pastor warns Democrats will be hunted as voters fear we are close to second civil war. The second civil war is coming into focus. We are in a cold civil war and it's getting worse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. These fucking hypocrites, man. But he's a millionaire. No, Temple the millionaire. It's working for him. This is the kind of behavior that America and the rest of the world rewards over and over again hard not to let it get you down try to keep a stiff upper lip and uh, another one from tim pool definitely not he's definitely not overselling this definitely not rage bait here this is uh talking about oh he didn't know my goal is to get elected but i plan to be the last american president to be elected by the electoral college i want my second term to be elected by direct vote and tim pool's like this is the fastest way to a civil war and collapse of the union that's right folks not hyperbolic in any way whatsoever, is it? No fear-mongering or rage bait here. 
Tim's take on abolishing the Electoral College might be a bit hyperbolic. I mean, just a tad, because, you know, he's a liberal, and liberals can't stand change, I know. Lefty Tim Pool. Definitely going to be a civil war if we actually make sure everybody's vote counts equally. That's evil, folks. Why would you want everybody's vote to count equally? Don't you know that your vote should count less depending on where you live? Your, de- your geography should make your vote count less or count more depending on where you live. We can't have a few people in certain geographical areas decide the president. We have to let other people in completely different geographical areas decide the president by making their vote count more. That makes sense, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Obviously, Temple wouldn't be saying this if uh, the Electoral College continuously elected Democratic presidents who didn't win the popular vote. But since this mainly helps Republicans, obviously, civil war, collapse of the union if you do this. Holy shit. He's a millionaire. Sad as fucking. Next up, I guess we're going to talk about this uh, Dan Arrows video. Somebody sent me this video and they're like, I'll become a Patreon if you're going to talk about this video. But I was already going to talk about it anyway. So uh, it's just a fucking bonus. And it's depressing as fuck, but it was a very interesting video. Dan points out how Fox News whitewashes uh, war crimes, basically. And so Fox News had these uh, two shitheads on. These two assholes who have a uh, a podcast I call I guess it's called Raven Twenty Three, which the entire point of the podcast is to whitewash the war crimes of Blackwater. You know who Blackwater is that was the mercenary group hired by the hired by the United States government to go over there and uh, protect some of their uh, government workers who were going back and forth in Iraq. And these particular people, these particular fucking assholes, uh, murdered what is it? Seventeen people. Seventeen fucking people they murdered, including a a med student who they blew his brains out, and then his mother, who was also a doctor, who got to sit there and watch her son get killed and was crying, they blew her brains out. They indiscriminately killed women and children, and men, of course, I'm not trying to discount the lives of men, but innocent civilians murdered 17 of them. And this was from uh, one of the main guys who did it, was on record and had many people testify that he had previously talked about how Iraqis weren't even real people. He was a total racist shithead. Basically on par with white supremacy. And they just went there and they murdered 17 people. And now these people are trying to get them exonerated. And uh, they're trying to get Trump to pardon these people. And uh, Dan Arrows goes through the evidence and how they basically just murdered all these people. Um, and, and the reason... Fox News and conservatives are now trying to get these people exonerated is because they think it's going to make Biden look bad. Like it, their narrative is that Biden wants these war criminals tried simply because he hates America and he hates the soldiers. And the soldiers are heroes. They, these are not even soldiers anyway. They're mercenaries. They're basically just paid hitmen to go over there and do the bidding of the United States government. So anyway, really interesting video. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Fox News: How to Whitewash an Atrocity. And uh, you want to know why the terrorists hate us? You know, it's not because they hate us because of our freedom. It's it was a lot of reasons, but this is a big part of the reason. And it's like Adam Serif says, it would be a mistake to view Trump's pardon as stemming from deep reverence for the military. Rather, he views these crimes as an act of nationalist solidarity against Muslims, against whom crimes are not simply acceptable, but praiseworthy. And they're basically trying to get him to pardon these Blackwater guys who just indiscriminately murdered 17 civilians in Iraq. And he probably will. He'll probably fucking pardon these guys. This is exactly the thing that terrorists use to recruit other terrorists. And uh, 
It's almost like these people, like Trump, want these terrorists to exist because it justifies their as escalation of the military. And that's exactly what it is, folks. Lots of money in the military, lots of money in the military-industrial complex, and the more terrorists you have to fight, the more money you can make. So these people, they're evil as a motherfucking shit. These are the same people that you think Alex Jones would be railing against. But no, Alex Jones is on their side, right? It's such crazy times we live in. But, yep. <sighs> Our white supremacist in chief is going to fucking pardon these war criminals, these racist, goddamn white supremacist mercenaries who indiscriminately kill brown people because they don't think their lives are worth anything. Even the guy that did it said that he didn't feel any guilt for it. He thinks there's something wrong with it because he didn't feel bad about it. Yeah, because he's a fucking psychopath. They're all fucking psychopaths. It's just hard to believe. It's like... Our democracy is so broken. Our government is so broken. It's hard to just take, just consider it to be legitimate anymore, which I don't, I don't even consider it legitimate at this point. I can't. And uh, speaking of which, hard to believe this shit actually happened, but you know, this is what we're dealing with, right? Here's a, a video of Melania Trump giving a speech after Michelle Obama. And uh, something about these speeches sound very similar. Of the the values that you work like, hard for what you, you work want hard in life. For what you want in life. That your word is, that your, your, word bond. is your bond. You that you do what, what you say, say you're going to do. Keep your promise. That you treat people, that you treat people with, respect. with dignity because and respect. Because, because we want, we want our, children our children and all children in this nation to know, to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard for them. They're just frauds. They're frauds of the highest fucking order. And it's so depressing. Their side just doesn't give a fuck. You can show Republicans this shit, conservatives this shit, and it just, it has no effect on them whatsoever. They really believe that God has chosen Trump, that the Republicans are on God's side. So it does not matter what the fuck they do. It doesn't matter how evil they are. It doesn't matter how fraudulent they are. And it really, after a while, it just starts to get to you. And uh, Robert Reich is right. Who really benefited from tax Trump cuts, Trump's tax cuts? Uh, Pfizer gave $16 million to the GMP, GOP and uh, got $39 billion in tax cuts back from it. Donations to the GOP from GE, $20 million, got $16 billion back. Chevron, $13 million to the GOP, got $9 billion back. This is how it works, folks. It's socialism for the rich in exchange for campaign cash. They're buying it. They just buy these politicians, and they just do it outright, outright public corruption, right in your fucking face. And it's like there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, you think we could just elect somebody, but I mean, even, even the popular vote doesn't count. A small number of swing states select the president. My vote here in Mississippi doesn't count at all, because I know, regardless of who I vote for, Trump is going to get the nomination here in Mississippi. So it just doesn't fucking matter. You're disincentivized to even fucking vote. And uh, speaking of some crazy shit, man, oh my God, this is uh, Trump supporter Rick Wiles. Watch this crazy ass shit right here. It's the way the Jews work. They're they are deceivers. <laughs> they plot. They lie. They do whatever they have to do to accomplish their political agenda. This Impeached Trump movement is a Jew coup. And the American people better wake up to it really fast because this thing is moving now towards a vote in the House and then a trial in the Senate. We could have a trial by before Christmas. This country could be in civil war at Christmas time. That's right. 
members of the U.S. military are going to have to take a stand, just like they did in the 1860s with the Civil War. They're going to have to decide, are you fighting for the North or the South? Members of the government are going to have to take a side. Instead of North-South, it's going to be left or right. People are going to be forced, possibly by this Christmas, to take a stand because of this Jew coup in the United States. We have weeks to stop it. That's why I'm speaking out. That's why I'm putting everything on the line, saying this is a coup led by Jews to overthrow the constitutionally elected president of the United States. And it's beyond removing Donald Trump. It's removing you and me. That's what's at the heart of it. That's right. You have been taken over by a Jewish cabal, a Bolshevik revolution, and I'm going to tell you, the Church of Jesus Christ, you're next. Get it through your head. They're coming for you. There will be a purge. That's the next thing that happens when Jews take over a country. They kill millions of Christians. But he's not anti-Semitic, folks. Don't get it wrong. Definitely not anti-Semitic. I mean, how the hell is this guy not being arrested for trying to incite violence? And it's absolutely clear incitement of violence. He's trying to get people to rise up and kill other people. Holy fucking shit. These are Trump supporters, folks. I mean, this is what it's come to in this country, right? That's just, that's hard to fucking watch. It really is. But uh, it's the kind of person that Lauren Chen would defend, right? Sounds like something that Soph would say. He's not anti-Semitic. Anyway, that's some crazy ass shit. Anyway, we're talking about Trump. Trump owns the biggest federal debt ever, the biggest pork barrel budget ever, the most bloated, expensive government ever, the biggest tariff tax hike ever, and the biggest socialist farm payoff scheme ever. Trump spends taxpayers' money like a drunken socialist. And this is uh, from Jake Caruso, who says, The farm rescue is now more than twice as expensive as the 2009 auto industry bailout, which ultimately cost taxpayers $12 billion. So, remember, everybody that had a problem with that, everybody was talking about socialism! Oh my God, what about the deficits? They're fucking screaming in the streets about that. But when Trump does it, when he doubles it, and it's not even at the benefit of the American people like the auto industry bailout was. Crickets have nothing to fucking say about it because there's a different set of rules for them. They simply don't give a fuck. Very hard not to be nihilistic when it's so obvious that a great percentage of the country simply doesn't give a shit. You know, they're... Beliefs are not based on anything. It's, they just blow with the fucking wind. It's all about tribalism. It's all about their fucking side, right? Conservatives are the godly side, the Christian side, right? Liberals, they're trying to fucking take God away from us, trying to take God and our guns away from us. It's just... Uh, let's see what else we have here. Another I got some palate cleansers at the end, folks. Don't worry about it. I got some cute-ass kittens and dogs at the end of the show. So don't, try not to become too depressed. It's hard not to be fucking depressed when you watch all this shit. I know. I, you know, I, I try to smoke a lot of weed because I'm plugged into this shit all the time, and it, it does get to me. I got to admit, it fucking gets to me. But, like, this shit has to be talked about. I wish it didn't. I wish that I could just do videos about nothing but puppy, puppy dogs and kittens all day and happy shit. But we don't live in a world where that's an option. We live in a world where this shit has to fucking be called out. And, um, 
I guess I'll skip this one. That one's kind of boring. All right, let's check the chats real quick, and then I'll continue on with the show. What you guys got to say in the chat? This is why I can't give up my Glock. I like my handgun. Makes me feel a little bit safe. I think it's the illusion of safety. I've never had to use it or anything. Hopefully, I never have to. But uh, there will be a purge. I saw it on HBO. I know, right? He literally went Jewish question. I know, right? Like, how is that not hate speech? How is that not the incitement of violence? It is the full Jewish question. That's exactly what it is. You know, this is exactly what led to the Holocaust. This is fascism staring us right in the face. This is what Trump's base looks like these days. Our fucking president is a fucking fascist with a fascist base. How did we get here, folks? It's because the country's not great. That's how we got here. It's never been great. I just hope it will be someday in my lifetime. That would be nice to see. Um, let's see what we have here. Yeah, fascists are going to win and kill a bunch of people. I hope not. I hope I would hate to see anybody die over this shit, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised because they're definitely trying to incite people to do it. Dusty, have you heard about the plan to make the popular vote decide the president by using the Electoral College? I have not heard that. I mean, I guess that would be an improvement, although I don't see any reason to use the Electoral College anymore. It's like an outdated system. Let's just go to the popular vote where everybody's vote counts the same. That seems like it makes sense to me, but... It's incitement, and everyone involved should be fined, and he should be in jail. Exactly. We need to start imprisoning these people, but of course, it'd be like, free speech! It's just free speech! Why do you hate free speech? But it's not. The incitement of violence is not free speech. Hate speech is not free speech. Sorry. There has to be a limit to this stuff at some point. And uh, why is the president not calling this shit out? He absolutely should be calling this shit out stat, but instead he's busy talking about, you know, how much it triggers the liberals for him to post a picture of himself as Rocky. It's just so childish. The entire thing is like, we have 13-year-olds running the fucking country right now. Uh, literally, nobody can take away 300-plus million guns. I don't know if you could take them away, but you could incentivize people to turn them in by making laws against them and making people pay severe penalties and make an example out of people. I mean, they did it in... Uh, yeah, they did it in Australia, right? They didn't take 300 million guns away, but they took a bunch of them away. I'm not even sure that I'm for gun confiscation or anything. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying if they wanted to do it, they could probably do it. But anyway, let's check the super chats and then we'll continue on with the show. Send Misty my love. I would appreciate it. Nita Nizzle. Where is Mitty? Mitty, Mitty, Mitty. I don't see her in here. I put up another shelf here. She might be up there. I put up like a real high shelf. I have a shelf over here for the cats. And so I put another one up. It's almost at the ceiling. And they fucking love this shit because cats love to be really up high. So they got like an eight foot shelf up there. They can be up like very top of the ceiling. And so they're all pretty much hanging up there now. So uh, I got an awesome cat place for all these cats, man. They're all hooked up. Really appreciate that. $5 from Sinon with the Electoral College, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, Virginia, and two other states, forget which, decide the president without all 50 decide. Right? I know exactly. But these people that defend the Electoral College they don't have any problem with that. They don't have any problem with people from a very certain um, geography selecting the president. But if it's liberal places like California or New York, hell no, can't have that. Fuck that. Your vote can't count as much because of where you live. No, that's bullshit. That's not democracy. New Brick, $10. Hey, thank you for that. Dogs are much better than cats unless it's animal anime cats. Meow. Onion Boy is trash. Just doing it for the views. He'll probably lose everything and go back to McDonald's. 
Lastly, any good low-carb vegan snacks? I don't know about low-carb. I don't do low-carb, but I, I do like the uh, veggie fries. They're not that healthy, to be honest with you, but uh, they're slightly more healthier than chips. But so We eat a lot of those, and I eat a lot of carrots. I actually gained like 10 pounds because of the Thanksgiving holiday. I got to fucking cut back on that shit. So, uh, stupid Dusty, eating too much fucking dressing and shit. Know what they say? A moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. And Peter R, give me $5 Canadian. Thank you, Peter R, and thank you, cute little uh, ninja dog or cat, whatever that is. And Jango Fat, give me two dollars. What up? Hell yeah. I get an extra life. I appreciate that. Cam Ruby, $9.99. Very, very, very generous. Thank you. And thank you. Bow to you and your, is that a pair? Appreciate that. And, uh, Michael Farrell, give me daughter nine. For your animals, wish I could give more. Every little bit helps, and I really appreciate that, Michael. You know, I uh, I will continue to do this for as long as you guys support the show. You know, I promise you, and uh, I don't even, like, need that much. Uh, every little bit you guys give, it really goes a long way, and I try to stretch as much as I can out of every dollar, so it, you know, it means a lot to me. I, I love you guys so much, and I really appreciate it. It's an honor to be able to do this for you. I hear a dog, they hear the crap scratching around. Anyway, really appreciate that. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about, okay, we're going to start the Eat the Rich segment. I need a graphic that says Eat the Rich. Time to get pissed off at fucking rich people. So here's this uh, fucking asshole billionaire. I guess he's, they say he's an artist, but uh, he bail, he built a drone. Shh, shut the fuck up. Too loud, motherfucker. He built a throne where he put a million dollars in it. And how the fuck is this art? It's just literally an ugly-ass glass chair that you stuff money in. That's not fucking art. Holy shit, at some point, we got to make laws against this shit, in my opinion. And then when these people don't abide by the laws, put them in prison. It's time to imprison these greedy fucks. Why should these fucks have... I mean, think about it. Like they said, how many people do you think this could permanently bring out of homelessness? How many children could it feed, right? How much health care? How many kids with cancer could be treated? How much could we be better in society if it wasn't wasted on ridiculous bullshit like this? Just opulence for no fucking reason. It's crazy. We should be angry of it. We should be getting more and more angry, to be honest with you. And uh, speaking of things we should be angry at, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye West bought himself a fucking mountain. And it's... Not just how horrible it is that shitheads like Kanye West con people out of their money and pretend like they're doing it in the name of God and they're like these men of God. It's the people that celebrate them, like this Abraham guy. Kanye standing on the mountain he owns while looking down at 6,713 acres he owns. This is the hardest flex of the year. Fuck you. Fuck you for celebrating this. Fuck you for not immediately seeing what a dickhead he is for this. You know, imagine being such a big asshole you own a fucking mountain. Seriously. Right? Imagine how many kids could be helped. Imagine how many old people. Imagine how many people, period, could be helped with this fucking money. It's just time to start fighting back against these gross displays of wealth. This is not something that should be celebrated in our society. This is something that should be condemned, made fun of, mocked into extinction. Kanye should be embarrassed out of his fucking mind, especially since he's sitting up there on that goddamn mountain pretending he's doing that in the name of God, pretending he's somehow being like Jesus, when all the fuck Jesus ever did was speak out against this kind of wealth. It's just insanity, folks. It's time to get mad about this shit. Speaking of shit we should be mad about, here's Robert Rice, who is amazing. 
Walmart has offered its employees a 15% store discount instead of a holiday pay this year. At the same time, the company is saving an estimated $2.2 billion a year thanks to Trump's tax cuts. American has socialism for the rich, cold hard capitalism for everybody else. Hallelujah, right? When are we going to get mad, folks? When are we going to end this shit? You conservatives who are fucking supporting Trump, you're responsible for this shit. You absolutely are, right? You should be ashamed. We should embarrass these people until they're fucking so humiliated they can't show their fucking face in public anymore. Name and shame these motherfuckers. Every goddamn one of them, in my opinion. And, uh, how you gonna pay for it? How we gonna pay for socialized medicine? How we gonna pay for uh, better homes for homeless people, right? How we gonna pay for all this shit? The richest eight men have more money than half the world. Look at these fucking white shitheads. Every fucking one of them. Not a goddamn one of them is a good person. I don't care how much good you tell me Bill Gates does. Fuck that motherfucker. There are no moral billionaires in the world. There just fucking ain't. There's no way you get a billion dollars by being a good person. It just doesn't fucking happen. Fuck all these people. Pass laws to make sure that this doesn't happen. And then if they don't get their money away, put them in jail. That's what I say. And I know that's not going to happen because there's laws that basically ensure nothing's ever going to be done to these people. You know, money is free speech, and so they have more free speech than the rest of us that can just buy the electorate anytime they want to. They can just buy aver- millions of dollars in advertising to brainwash the people into voting against their own best interests. So there's nothing that'll ever be done about it. I'm just talking out of my ass, pie in the sky, but uh, if I was the dictator, that's what the fuck I would have happen. It's probably a good thing I'm not a dictator, though. I don't even want to be a dictator. I'm just saying if I was, that's what the fuck I would do. And uh, here's how you dumbass poor people who are defending billionaires look. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a shit about you. They're vampires. They feed off you. They look down upon you. So frustrating to watch people like have uncles that are fucking poor as fuck. Have uncles that are so poor, they're considering committing suicide because they just don't have any opportunities in life. Yet we'll sit there and fucking defend billionaires. Defend the fucking billionaire class. They'll watch Fox News all day, and they'll continue to vote against their own best interests. And it's just so frustrating to watch, man. I wish I knew what to do and what to say to these people, but it doesn't seem like there's anything you can do. It seems like we're just going to have to wait for the boomers and the old people to die off, and hopefully we can reach the young generation and maybe educate them enough to where they'll start voting for their own best interests. And that probably won't happen until I'm way dead and gone, but I hopefully I will live to see it someday, though I'm not holding my breath at all. Um, all right, let's check the chats, then I'll continue with the show. What you got has got to say in the chats. Um, praise Jesus on a mountain. I know, right? Look at all this fucking money Jesus wants me to have. Huh? Don't think you've read the Bible very much. If only Joker had busted in there and killed some rich assholes and took the chair. That would be fun. That would be fun. These are the exact people that Joker would kill. I'd like to see a sequel where the Joker does that. Although, you know, I don't want to advocate violence on rich people. I think we should do this legally. I think we should, you know, take over the government and make laws and shit. But uh, that would be fun to watch in a movie, at least, in my opinion. They would probably ban it, though. The conservatives would bitch and moan, and they would get the movie banned if that happened. Uh, Bill Gates actually screwed up education. Yeah, Bill Gates is a fucking shithead. Fuck that dude, in my opinion. Mm. Joker versus Jesus. Now, that's a movie I'd go see. 
I got my money on the Joker. Die the fuck off. I know, right? It's about time to see. I'd like to see it before I'm 60. Yeah, I got about 16 years before that happens, so I doubt we'll see it before then. Doesn't look like it. And yeah, you guys should hit the like button if you had not done it yet, or the dislike button. Either way, who gives a fuck? One of the, one of the two buttons. Hit it. Make your choice, but be sure to do that, because that's uh, really good for the Al Gore rhythm. Fucking Al Gore. Always got to worry about his ass. And uh, Hippies always grow up into Tories. Uh, I was kind of a conservative douchebag in my younger days, and now I'm more of a hippie than that, so I guess it can go in reverse. I'm kind of proof of that. Let's see if I got any more super chats. That Russian artist who made the throne makes Damien Hirst look humble. Hirst is the jackass who made a skull cover with diamonds. Can't stand them. I know, right? Just like they're throwing it in our face. Like they want us to hate them. You know, why people starve in the fucking streets when they go homeless, when they go hungry. Just the heartlessness is like, they just lack basic human empathy. I guess that's why so many CEOs are just sociopaths. Because you have to have kind of a, a lack of empathy. Just You have to think you're the center of the universe and nobody else fucking matters. And just you deserve everything you get because you're so fucking amazing. But you're not. You're not that much better or different. You're not any better. You don't really work any harder. I, 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 I just don't believe that fucking CEOs that make thousands of times what your average worker do work thousands of times harder than somebody that's out digging a ditch. I don't. I think they work less hard. I don't think they bring that kind of value. I, just, I think they've just rigged the system. That is my opinion on it. And Lee Peterson, uh, the word is vampire. Yep, vampires, exactly what they fucking are. Monetary vampires suck everything they can out of the system. Suck everything they can out of you. They don't give a fuck about your life. Lee Peterson, New Zealand, $10. My partner, Kimberly, said, I have to give you some money for the cat. So here you go. Well, thank you. And thank you, Robert Kimberly. You obviously picked a good one. Hold on to her. And appreciate that, Lee. And uh, Michael Farrell. For your animals, wish I could give more. Oh, you already said that. But I read it twice because it was so nice. Thank you, Michael Farrell. You rock. And, uh, let me check the chat again. Make sure I didn't miss anything interesting. Cut the dusty. I mean, this shit has been haunting us for centuries. Waiting for them all to die is how you die before we see any change, in my opinion. I don't know what else to do. Like, all I know to do is use my platform to call this shit out. And uh, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are using their platform to call it out. That's, and maybe they are. Maybe more people are calling it out than I think. But... I see all these people that get rewarded that aren't caught, that are just busy talking about transgender people or you know I hear the dogs barking. I don't know what they're barking about now. They probably hear a mouse or something. But it's just frustrating. But that's all I know to do about it. All I know to do is what I can do. And uh, if I if you guys got some suggestions on what else I could do, I'm all ears, you know. But uh, I can't think of anything. So. Have you seen Vosch's video about Epstein? It may change your mind about a revolution. Nope, I've not seen that video about Epstein, but uh, I don't really see him creating any kind of revolution, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you are changing minds and you're helping. I appreciate it. Like I'm, I, I'm trying to do my part as best I can. I'm, I have a very small platform, though. Like I've lost, since I've been doing this show, I just hit 244,000 down from 255,000 or 254,000. So I've lost 10,000 subscribers since I started doing the show. So it's going in the wrong direction. Not that that's a problem. Like I'm mostly losing shitheads that I want to lose anyway. I attracted a lot of people that I don't want to be associated with. So I don't really care about the numbers going the wrong way. But at the same time, man, my platform's definitely shrinking. So what you gonna do? Um, all right. 
Let's move on. What else we got here tonight? Got 40 minutes in the show. Um, you guys see this on MSNBC? They actually made this fucking mistake. You know, Richard Spencer, I guess he was the Secretary of the uh, Navy, and he resigned. And uh, I guess some little uh, temp, probably somebody that ain't paying enough, don't give a shit enough about their job, went out to find a picture of a Richard Spencer from the Navy and picked a picture of Richard Spencer, the white supremacist, to put on MSNBC. And uh, I agree. <laughs> I'm one guy with a YouTube channel, and if I ever made a mistake like this, I'd go into hiding for three months out of embarrassment. For NBC, it's just another day. I know, right? So fucking cringe. But, uh, you know, they have some ignorant guy who just Googled Richard Spencer, and the first picture that came up, he just assumed that's the Richard Spencer, because surely there's not two Richard Spencers that are famous. That's got to be the guy. And it's somebody they probably didn't pay enough. So that's what you get. That's what capitalism brings to us. Ineptitude of the highest fucking order. And, uh, oh, shit. Now we're going to talk about racism a little bit. Here's the racism section of the show. Fucking white people. God damn it, white people. We got to be better than this, man. I'm glad they're naming and shaming these people. I mean, I, I hope they name and shame this woman. I hope they find out who it is. But another example of a white man just trying to, uh, not a, a black man trying to get into a building to visit his aunt and uh, being accosted by a white person who's basically like, papers, please. Who are you? What are your papers? This is literally with his little children. And yet, regardless of how obvious it is that he is not there to do anything wrong, Still gives him the fifth degree. Still calls the cops over him. So maddening. Where's the audio? Manhattan. It's in the corner of 4th and B. And he will not leave the premises. He won't tell me who he's here for. And he's I'm on the second me. floor, my aunt. It's on then the second floor. Then tell me floor. who it is. No. Pardon me? Why? Why should I tell Two, you? Who four, are you? Zero, East 4th Street. I'm going, to my, I'm going to visit my aunt. Yes, thank you. In Manhattan, yeah, the corner of Avenue B. All he has to do is tell me who his no, aunt is. Because no, I do not. I know You're no one. No. I live I do here, not have sir. to tell you anything. She lives on the second floor? I yes. doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. He's uh, back, right on sir. the second floor. Step back. No. I know everyone in the building, okay. sir. Step back. Okay. There's, no, there's no. been a lot of theft. No, they, I'm not a thief. Pardon me? Uh, I haven't done I anything. I think but I'm not really sure. And he won't tell me what apartment he is. And he's been... Thieves in this. I'm not a thief. He's wearing a hat with a PSPN hat on. He's and with glasses. my two young kids. He's, wearing, he's with his two young kids, but I'm 240 East 4th. He's with his two young kids, but I don't know. Maybe they're all fucking criminals going to rob white people. Black folks don't owe you shit. They don't have to tell you shit. They don't have to fucking give you their names or tell you where they're fucking going. Leave them the fuck alone. What the goddamn hell? Now, if you see them doing something wrong, if you see them breaking into a house, then call somebody. But until then, fuck off. God damn it. So hopefully they name and shame her. I, I don't know if they have yet. Um, this was November 18th. So hopefully they fucking got her name out there. And uh, we can shame these people into extinction, but it's not happening fast enough. It keeps happening over and over and over again. Like last show. Where the woman called the cops because the UPS delivery driver was black. Like, seriously, I totally understand why black people don't feel like they're a, a regular part of our society because they're not treated like it. I, I, I totally understand, man. I, I understand why you people are exhausted. I really get it. It's, uh, 
Is there any way I could renounce my race? <laughs> I don't want to be fucking white anymore, seriously. And uh, speaking of just stupid fucking racist shit, that racist asshole say, here's the guy from, I, I think this is uh, Ben Shapiro's rag, The Daily Wire. Good fucking Lord, here we go. But my personal opinion is, yeah, let people, let, let, a business owner should have the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason. No. That's the way I look at it. They have that right. It's their business. It's no. their property. It's no. their good, their service. Eh, wrong. They can't be conscripted into service for someone. They should have the right. This is freedom of association. No. Uh, and also, if there is a business owner out there who is so racist, such a bigot, that he would, he's willing to advertise that fact and put it out there and say, well, we're not going to serve this or that race. Let them do it, right? Don't you want to know? If you, if you have a business owner like that in your community um, and, and you're going to that place and you're supporting this person, wouldn't you prefer if they just announce it and make that clear so you could stop supporting them? Wouldn't, don't you want to know that? So a business owner comes out and says, oh, we're not going to serve black people, let's say. They're going to be out of business by tomorrow Bullshit. because the, the market's not going to not going to support that. This is so So they announce stupid. it. They're punished by the market. I guarantee you that's not what's going to happen. Fucking what's going to happen is they're going to be supported more than ever by racist. Just like when fucking Chick-fil-A came out where it's supporting anti-gay charities. What happened? Fucking lines around the goddamn block supporting them. That's exactly what the fuck is going to happen. This idea that the market is going to regulate itself because people are so good. No, they're fucking not. And no, you can't discriminate against people willy-nilly because, like it or not, black people pay taxes, right? Gay people pay taxes. They pay the same taxes that everybody else does that allows your business to exist, that pay the cops that keep your business safe, that pay the military that keep the country safe, that build the fucking roads that lead to your fucking business, that pay the fucking schools that educate your employees. No, you can't discriminate against them. They pay the taxes that give them the right to use your business, just like every fucking body else. You racist, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it's fair to call this guy racist or not. Maybe he's not racist. Maybe he's just fucking so goddamn stupid that his stupidity is enabling racist. But either fucking way, fuck you. It's so goddamn stupid. Like, it's so obviously stupid. The market does not regulate itself. What in the fuck? It's just so fucking maddening. How can these arguments still be given mainstream consideration when they're obviously so fucking foolish? This is the kind of shit Ben Shapiro is putting out there. Is it any wonder multiple goddamn terrorists have named, he's been named in their trials? Is, is it any wonder? He's a favorite among them. No, it's not because this is the kind of bullshit they continuously put out there. It's just frustrating. It's very, very fucking frustrating, to be honest with you. And uh, you want to know who's enabled a lot of this? Every goddamn YouTuber who fed into the anti-SJW community. Every one of you motherfuckers who built this shit. Every one of you who focused on feminism. Feminist slam poets. Anita Sarkeesian. Instead of the real fucking problem led to this shit. This is the number one anti-SJW community in the world is on Facebook. And this is the kind of shit... I, I didn't have to search for this shit. For some reason, somebody uh, signed me up for this group 
apparently you can do that on Facebook. You can just add people to the group. And somebody added me to this group a couple years ago. And so when I, and I stay in there just to see what the fucking shit they're posting. And I just scrolled on my timeline and I didn't even have to search for this or anything. I just took a screenshot of my timeline. And this is the kind of shit it constantly is. Two people have been captured on CCTV taking a selfie in North Melbourne bottle shop yesterday before allegedly stealing a bottle of whiskey from the store. And of course the comments, two human-shaped beasts, are they trans women? Didn't do in their natural state. Didn't do alert. Didn't do is a racial slur. This is all the fucking group is about. Making fun of black people, posting everything black people do wrong to make black people look bad. Shitting on trans people. Uh, for another example, we just scrolled through there this morning. This was up there. Is that Billy Joe Armstrong during his meth days? And this is an article from Breitbart. Transgender, over 26,000 women, girls, seek funds for breast removal. And the comments are like, progress and diversity. In 10 years, when they want a baby and can't nurse. And I'll remove it for them with my cock. <laughs> this is what the anti-HDW community is, folks. This is what they built. And in my opinion, every one of the YouTubers who helped build this community should be burned fucking down unless they're actively fighting against it now. Unless they've realized the monster they have created and are actively working to dismantle it. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. But how many of them do you ever hear call it out? How many times you ever heard Shu call this shit out or TJ call this shit out or Armor Skeptic or Chris Raygun or any of these motherfuckers that help build this community call this shit out. They never fucking do it because they know what side their bread's buttered on. They know they'll lose subscribers, they'll know they'll lose money, and they don't give a fuck. But you motherfuckers created this. You should be ashamed and you should be called out for it. All of you motherfuckers should be. You people should be angry. You should be angry at these people who built this. In my opinion, so goddamn angering. Fuck this shit, right? And speaking of which, here's another anti-HDW group that somebody fucking signed me up for for some reason called the Alt-Leftist Empire. And this is the kind of shit they post in there. Just as hardcore against women as you can possibly be for no reason. Look at this fucking misogyny. Generation of men die in World War One. Okay. Well, wasn't that mostly because of the patriarchy, right? Men rule society and men cause these wars. So, of course, we're going to blame women for it. Women get the vote. Like, it's a bad thing, right? That's what they're getting at here. Women become majority electorate. Okay, they're slightly the majority electorate, I guess. Women institute welfare state. Oh, yeah, sure. Women instituted the welfare state, didn't they? 95 to 90, what, probably historically, 99% of the politicians have been men, right? 95% of billionaires, men. 95% of CEOs, most of the people in charge of society, men, 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 men. But women instituted the welfare state. Men pay most taxes over a lifetime. Why is that? Could there be because women make less money? Could that be because of the patriarchy? No, that's women's fault, right? It's women's fault that men make more money over a lifetime. Sure. Men's taxes support welfare state. That was caused by the women, of course, the evil women. Welfare state supports single mothers. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? You can't support single mothers. Single mothers raise criminals and drug addicts. <laughs> you fucking women. Out there raising criminals and drug addicts because you're evil. Spiking crimes and druggies. Fucking druggies. Men die in World War II. Feminism kicks in. Fucking feminism. Women demand no-fault divorce. Nah. <laughs> you know, because you should be stuck in a loveless marriage regardless if you want to get out or not. Because you're basically property. State becomes husband. Yeah, right. State really becomes husband. Divorce rates rise because of women. Men still pay most taxes. Yeah, because they still make the most money. Women receive most tax benefits. Okay, maybe. Men's taxes support single mothers and nanny state. Women demand more. Women vote open borders. Really? Women have voted open borders? Well, if they have the most electorate, then why don't we have open borders? Hmm. We don't, do we? Nope. 
Women vote diversity quotas, do they? Women vote anti-male pro-women legislation. Oh, my God. All supported by men's taxes. Women can't stop themselves. Infrastructure decays. Education decays. Healthcare decays. Economy decays. Relationships decay. Women double down on feminism. Men lose incentive to support system. Men say fuck off to society. Women shame, blame men for this. Men don't care. Shit society burns out. Men rebuild. Lesson learned. It's all because of the fucking evil women, isn't it? Even though men are mostly in charge of society, mostly run everything, still the fucking women's fault. But this is like, this is the anti-SW mindset. This is what's been created by people like Shoe on Head, by spreading anti-feminism. This is what's been created by all of them, right? This is exactly what they were, well, I won't say this is what they were trying to do. They just didn't give a shit. Even though they were told this is what was going to happen. Somebody told them repeatedly. But no, they said, don't listen to Dusty. He's old. Look how old he is. Why are you listening to him? He'll say anything for attention. Just ignore him. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Fuck all y'all. Fuck every goddamn last one of you. I wish people would rise up and burn you motherfuckers down, but I know they won't, right? And speaking of this anti-feminist mindset that's infected the internet, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian a little bit. So if you haven't seen The Mandalorian or the latest episode of The Mandalorian and you're going to watch the latest episode of The Mandalorian, then maybe uh, click off for like five minutes because we're going to discuss it. But anyway, in the last episode of The Mandalorian, they actually had a woman who was good at shooting a gun. And uh, anti-feminists were not happy. They're like, nobody knows how to shoot in the village except for one person. You guessed it, it's a woman. No explanation. It's just like that. The force is female. Hell yeah, goddamn get woke, go broke. Fucking SJW is ruining everything by having a woman who knows how to shoot a gun in a show without explaining it. And uh, this person's dead on. Baby Yoda was able to lift a fucking rhino off the ground using the force. But you're pissed a woman knows how to shoot a gun? But yeah, man. That's how ridiculous the anti-SAW and anti-feminist community has gotten. Any depiction of a woman at all, without her being just completely useless, without her needing to be saved and rescued. And this woman even needed to be saved and rescued by the strong manly Mandalorian, who is the hero of the show was much more badass than any other character but even but just the fact that she was able to shoot a gun is enough for them to get pissed off about these goddamn snowflakes and the crazy part is it was actually a plot device the woman being able to shoot well because uh the mandalorian had to choose between staying uh with her who was obviously a good fit for him because she actually knew how to shoot a gun and she was kind of more independent but the fact that he chose to leave to protect the baby Yoda, further illustrated the sacrifice he was making. So it wasn't just a willy-nilly thing they put her in there to be a shoot well. It was actually part of the plot device to uh, lead us further evidence of his greater sacrifice that he was making, which made him more of a hero, which made the man more of a hero, which was the point. But hell no, fucking feminism. God damn it. These fucking people complain about everything. It's so frustrating. Dude will probably make a YouTube video and get a million clicks off of it, because that's what it's all fucking about, right? And uh, last up, while we're talking about feminism, here you go, ladies. This guy seems nice. This guy's definitely a fucking future shooter. Proud white man. Christian man. Build the wall. Suck on it, snowflake. Resistance. Patriots unite. It's time to back America. Liberalism is a million in illness. I love this one best. Uh, 
Step aside, girls. The alpha males are back. Hell yeah. You know, this guy's an alpha male that gets all the fucking ladies. I want to sex him up myself. Give me your butthole, dude, immediately. It's just so fucking cringe, man. Our country is so embarrassing now. I mean, I guess it's always been like this. Maybe it's just the internet makes it more clear how embarrassing it is nowadays. But it's just... I'm embarrassed to be an American these days. It's hard, right? Uh, everyone in all TV shows should be all white men. I know. All the women should have to be rescued from the castle like it's a fucking Mario game. Womb envy. <laughs> yep, they want to have the babies. The opposite of penis envy. Got some womb envy. Wow, it's like a Ben Garrison cartoon in vehicle form, I know, right? Definitely that dude's going to send pipe bombs to somebody. I hope the FBI is keeping a tab on that dude. For sure. Why is every SJW character a woman or a person of color or untraditional cis man? Hmm. All right, all right, let's see if we got any super chats. Before we continue, oh. Beast Nation, 2009. Wait, you mean conservatives want to hunt people who just have a different opinion? Say it ain't so. Uh, yep. So much for civility, right? Why aren't they calling that shit out? Why aren't they calling out how violent the right is constantly? Because yeah, it's a double standard, because it doesn't fit in their narrative. And we all see through it. It's, I say it all the time. All right, that's all the super chats. Let's continue on with the show. Finish it up here. How much time we got left? 20 minutes, all right? So I was watching uh, this video somebody sent me from Dr. Lehman. And I guess this guy used to be kind of an anti-SJW type, lean more conservative anti-SJW. I'm not real familiar with his work. I saw a couple of his videos before and thought he was kind of a prick. But apparently he's uh, coming back and he's rebranding himself. And he made this video to explain why he's rebranding himself. And uh, I'll let him explain why. I'll play a very short clip. I'm not, I'm not giving my support to this guy whatsoever. He could go back to his old ways any second now. So I'm not like uh, telling you guys to support him anyway. But it just sounds like what he says here. It sounds exactly like he's been listening to me. Maybe he hasn't. Maybe I had nothing to do with this. It just sounds like that. So uh, this was kind of my experience too and why I changed. Myself. Last year, I was approached by a fan of mine, a genuine die-hard national socialist. And not like the meme type of Nazi who posts frogs to on the libs. No, I mean like full-on 1488 to Tiger Tanks I masturbate. And he really liked my content. That was curious to me. So I stuck around for a while, listening to what he had to say. And I found out that my videos really appealed to a crowd of people I did not want to be associated with. I saw people linking my videos on Islam as arguments for bringing back concentration camps and going full on ethnic cleansing. I saw people use my videos on trans people as a justification for harassment. And worst of all, I understood why I appealed to such a crowd of people. And that's exactly what I had to me. Like I made a video one time called Fuck Israel, which was meant to point out the problems of the Israeli government. But it was being retweeted and spread by white supremacists and anti-Semites. I removed it. And I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. Nope. And uh, that was a big reason that I changed my ways. Because I realized the people that I was attracting were not people that I wanted to be associated with in any fucking way. So I was like, I have to change. Hell no, you're doing something wrong. So maybe this guy will change in the long run. Maybe he'll get on the right path. I, I hope so. I'll keep an eye out and we'll see what he does. But uh, good first step at least. 
The first step is admitting that you've done wrong, you know, calling yourself out, owning your fuck-ups, and then using them as a teachable tool for other people. So, uh, keep it up, Dr. Lehman. Don't go back. But if you do, I will call your ass out, motherfucker, in a heartbeat. And, uh, oh my God. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but one of the most brutal owns in the history of mankind. Holy fucking shit, these people are so stupid. This is called art. This is the legacy and heritage of the West. This is what men of the West fight, sacrifice, and die for. This is victory. I'm talking about this uh, sculpture. Obviously, this was created by a Western man who was celebrating the feminine beauty. This is obviously can only be created by a man who knows how to worship a woman properly. And a Western man at that. It's the only way this could be created except for, uh, nope, it was created by a Chinese woman. Fucking owned as shit. And let their, their, is there an example of a female sculptor who committed herself to the same level of detail that a male does with a woman? None that come to mind. That sculpture is an act of worship before heaven. And it shows. And like, uh, the sculptor is a Chinese woman, you dork-ass losers. And it fucking is. Holy shit. Their, their minds, are, they're so myopic that they can't even imagine that a woman could have created something like this. This has to be created by a man. And obviously a Western man. The West... Are the only ones that can create something like this. It's such amazing self-ownage. So fucking sure of themselves in every way. But god damn it. You love to see it. Love to see people getting hoisted by their own batards. And, uh, next up, this age, well, remember this uh, Chinese girl who decided she was going to hang out with a bunch of racist fucks? You know, like, uh, what was this guy's name? Oh god, what the fuck's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Uh, Alaska. Baked Alaska. A dude who uh, was one of the headliners of the Unite the Right rally who uh, got kicked out of a Uber by a black woman for being racist as fuck, hanging out with a bunch of other racist shitheads. Um, and she's like, whoops! She's like, ha ha ha, are you guys triggered by all the white supremacist shitheads I'm hanging out with? <laughs> are you triggered, Libs? Are you triggered? And the next thing you know, I started my Twitter account in 2016 purely to help get Trump elected by encouraging other young Asians to vote. I never thought I'd be attacked by racist, sexist, self-identified conservatives who got radicalized by Nick Fuentes' message. It's disgusting and pathetic. Who could have possibly have seen this coming? I never thought that leopards would eat my face, sized woman who voted for the leopards eating people's faces party. Fucking love that meme, but that is so spot on. Once again, you love to fucking say it. Hoisted by your own petard. <laughs> like Stanley Blinken. Blink, blink. Blink, blink. Yep. Hilarious. A little bit. Might be getting what you deserve. A little bit of karma there, I think. And you guys see this story where they fired uh, a Starbucks, Starbucks, a Starbucks worker because she put pig or they put pig, I don't know if it's a man or woman, but they, they, they put pig on the uh, cup of hot chocolate for a cop that came in there. And uh, Kiefer Police, Chief Johnny Mara, says one of his officers picked up five cups of coffee today at Glenpool Starbucks for his dispatchers. And thank you for working on Thanksgiving. Pig was printed on all five labels, he says. And they fired this person. I like this response. Starbucks should place the employees on paid administration leave pending an internal investigation. You know, exactly like you guys do every time you murder a black person. Every time you guys shoot some unarmed person, why not treat Starbucks employees just like we treat you guys? I mean, cops should be held to a higher standard than Starbucks employees, but they're not. For some reason, they get to do internal investigations and they get off scot-free continuously, so what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? And uh, 
this person's, I think this person's daughter, I read a tweet where she basically said, my dad actually is a pig, so thank you for your service, Starbucks. So, fucking own him. I guess people fight back any way they think they can. Even in the smallest possible ways. I'm going to see here. Ten minutes left. I guess I'm going to skip. Well, I guess I'll play it. Did you guys see this one? Thanksgiving prayers at a black house, and this dude passes the Let fuck out. To live to see them today. You didn't have to do it, but you did. God, I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, God. Just passes right out, and they just look, and she don't even stop. <laughs> just keep going. They ain't checking on it. They ain't making sure he's okay. Quit smoking so much, baby. Somebody feed that kid. He hungry. He fucking passing out, dudes. That's funny as shit. Just don't even stop praying. They probably so used to seeing that church and shit, though. People passing out in the Holy Spirit. So they're like, ah, he's fine. He's fine. Don't worry about it. And, uh. Oh, shit. Here's me uh, playing VR. Hell yeah, me watching some VR porn. That's what I'm like. On my knees. Sucking that VR dick. Right. Working the balls. Gotta work the balls, Grandma. Gotta work the balls. Like, call me. No, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing anything. Obviously, this is fake. I mean, I know because I watch so much VR porn, and there's no VR porn where you're sucking a dick. As far as I've seen, because like, uh, you don't really have a mouth in VR porn, right? There's like a camera, a VR 3D camera instead, so you can't really blowjob the camera. Maybe that exists. I haven't seen it, but this is clearly fake, but funny. Funny at the same time. There's actually a, a limited amount of gay VR porn out there. Could be a market for anybody that wants to get into that. I'd watch it. Why not? Different strokes for different folks. And uh, congratulations to The Rock for his new baby. But why the fuck he in bed with his shirt off like he just had that baby himself? You didn't get that burk no baby. Rock, what the hell? They should have called that baby Pebble. That would have been funny. Yeah, why he in bed like he gave birth? That's what I want to know. But that's still cute as shit. So congratulations to Rock. Rock seems like a pretty decent guy from what I could tell. Don't hold me on that. But time for some palate cleansers. Since we had a depressing-ass show so far, let's finish the last five minutes up with some fucking palate cleansers here. And This dog experiencing his first rain, and it's a heckin' good time out there. Biting on the rain, isn't it? You cute little shit. You better get that rain. You gonna get it all. You gonna bite all that rain. Where that coming from? You better get off me. Oh, my God. So stinking goddamn cute. And Load up Facebook. Facebook always goddamn sucks. Did you guys hear about this one, though? A Kenyan official claims that homosexual lions learned it from copying gay tourists. Definitely what happened. And uh, I agree with Angry Aussie. Personally, I say hats off to the gay tourists who are willing to fuck in front of lions. I know, right? Who's out there? What, who's out there fucking in front of lions? Gay people are brave as fuck, man. I really, I mean, I know gay people like to have sex. I don't think any gay person is out there fucking in front of lions, folks. Seriously. But if they doing it, that's some brave-ass shit. Love to see it. And uh, even monkeys. I guess they're not monkeys. I guess technically they're apes because monkeys have tail. Even apes hate the fucking rain. He's cute as fuck. They're like, when that rain go in? When that rain go in? I want to go inside. They're just sitting there avoiding it. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. They walk on the side real quick. It's like, okay, let's take the baby in there. Go ahead. Let's get over there. 
got to wait on the big gorilla to get permission. He's like sneaking, sneaking past the rain, sneaking past. He's like, ooh, I don't like that. And even the big gorilla is like, hell no. Got to scrunch up against the wall. Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> hey, cute as shit. Tell me evolution ain't true, motherfuckers. You know it is. And this reminds me of my cats in the shower. They're like, hey, what you doing? You taking a shower? You having fun? Okay, enjoy that shit. And they come back five seconds later. Fuck this shampoo, motherfucker. And run off. Yep, that's where you are. Cats are assholes, but you gotta love them anyway. Cute little shits. And anyway, go finish it up with this one. Cats don't know how big they are. They don't have no fears. Like, get the fuck out of the way. Get out of the way, big old thing. <laughs> it's so cute. That cat probably just want to climb up in that dog's fur, though, and need it. That's what my cats do. They climb up like they just need me, need me, need me. Probably trying to find a nipple. Like, you got a nipple, mama? You got a nipple? And the dog's like, I'm not your mama. Get away from me. So stinking cute. Love to see it. Anyway, that's all the clips I'm going to play today. Finish up by reading the chats. See what you motherfuckers have to say. Last chance to get in your super chats. If you want to get in your super chats. If not, that's cool, too. It's scared to scared. Yeah, I know it is. I know why he's doing that. I'm just making fun. I'm just poking at The Rock. I actually like The Rock. I like him and I hate him at the same time. He's so fucking awesome. It's like hard to compete with that motherfucker. Uh, Starburst still thinking about that statue. I know, right? I am. She got Fuentes. I know, right? Hoisted by their own batard. That's what happens. Lay down with dogs. You get fleas. It's amazing to see how many Asians support white supremacy. I mean, you know you guys are not going to be invited to the ethno state, right? It's just crazy. Cult to Dusty, thanks for the fuzzies. Finish the show, no problem. No, I don't want you guys to go away depressed. There, there's a lot of joy in the world, a lot of things to be happy about, and a lot of things we can focus on except for all the ne- negativity. And, you know, we do have to focus on the negativity sometimes because if we don't point it out or call it out, nothing ever changes. But uh, at the same time, there's a lot of reasons to be happy, so we don't have to be miserable all the time. White people are truly the wildest humans. Yeah, we have our problems for sure. This is the best segment. Yep, I wish I had more like that. Need to find more palate cleansers at the end of the show to make you guys happy with. My cats do that all the time. I know. My cats are constantly knocking everything over. You know, I have 11 cats around me at all times, so there's shit all over the fucking floor constantly. Not shit shit, but, you know, other shit. They usually don't shit on the floor. Usually they're pretty good about using their litter boxes. That's the good thing about cats is they're pretty clean. Um, David Rubin is having a battle of ideas he had on Eric Weinstein. That's all they do. They uh, circle jerk each one of the intellectual dark web going to each other's show over and over and over again. They're too cowardly to actually debate real people like Sam Cedar because they don't get fucking destroyed. I guess I don't blame them. Mm. All right, let me check the super chats for in the show. What do we got here? What up, Lobo? What shows and movies are you into these days? Uh, watch The Mandalorian. Let's see. Let me let me pull up my uh. Hopefully I don't show any porn. Pull up my list here and see what I've downloaded recently. I pirate everything, folks. I ain't gonna fucking lie. I pirate every goddamn thing. Uh, I pirated Shark Tank. I like to watch Shark Tank just because uh, I like to see what those assholes are up to. All those people are disgusting human beings. Silicon Valley, which I think is the... Uh, I'll just move this over so you guys can see it. 
which I think is the smartest comedy on television. It's been the smartest comedy on television for a long time. The Watchmen, new episode. See, episode seven came out recently. That was pretty good. Uh, I, I just started watching The Godfather of Harlem. It's pretty good. It's about Malcolm X and uh, his ties to a black gangster in Harlem. Uh, I don't know how historical it is, but it's actually pretty entertaining. Shameless is the last season of Shameless. Pretty entertaining show if you haven't seen it. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK. I've seen every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. A Young Sheldon. I uh, I definitely did not pirate Adobe Premiere Pro. Didn't happen. Um, the Good Doctor is okay. Like an autistic kid who has basic superpowers because he's autistic. Um, the Mandalorian, pretty good. Joker, there's a good copy of Joker out on the Pirate Bay. Not that I would ever suggest you pirate. Definitely don't pirate anything. And uh, what else is on there? Shazam, It Chapter 2 is on there. Zombieland, uh, it's a cam of Zombieland, so it's not the great, but it's pretty watchable. John Wick 3, they got a good copy of that out there. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they got a good copy of that out there now. Pretty good Quentin Tarantino movie. A lot of people thought it was slow, but uh, as always, Quentin Tarantino's movies are very dialogue heavy. So if you're into that kind of thing, if you're into like clever dialogue, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. And uh, Hot in Cleveland, which is like the new version of Golden Girls. Betty White's in it. They've had like seven or eight seasons so far. I never saw it when it came out, so I've just been catching up on that. That's what it's come to. So that's what I've been watching. Thanks for that question. Or $2. Try to trick Temple on your show. I don't even want Temple on my show. I don't want to platform that motherfucker. He's already got a million dollars. Fuck him. Appreciate that. Jenny uh, Rue, $2 for the kiddies. Thank you. I will buy some cat litter for that. Went to the store earlier and forgot cat litter, so I'll probably be making an emergency run at 2 o'clock in the morning like I usually do. But anyway, that's all the Super Chats. Check the regular chat one more time before I go. See if you guys are saying anything. Um, nuclear Meltdown, we're talking about. Dusty Love, I love you guys back for sure. Uh, Ruben will have Fuentes soon, I bet. I bet he won't. I bet he'll probably try to distance himself from Fuentes, in my opinion. Because uh, he already gets enough shit for, you know, being associated with the alt-light, alt-right. So he'll probably try to avoid him. That'd be my guess. Uh, anyway. That's it for me, folks. I sure appreciate it. I will be back on, what's today? Is today Monday? So I'll be back Friday. Hell yeah. Unless I decide to do it. I need to do a super secret live stream soon. I haven't done that in a while. Hey, John, give me $12. Okay, bye. Thank you, John. Really appreciate that. As always, you guys want to support the show? Podcast on the Patreon. There's a link in the description. Be very much appreciated. I have t-shirts and all that kind of shit. And also, if you guys want to listen to the show without seeing my beautiful face, you can do so on Apple iTunes, you can also listen to it on Spotify and uh, SoundCloud. There's a link to it in the description of the video. And until next time, I really appreciate all the support, guys. I love you very much, and I'll see you soon. As always, till next time, Logic, fuck yes. Good night, everybody.